Welcome back, friend, to Life Coach BFF Show. I'm your BFF, Heather, the host of this show, and also your forever friend. Please leave a review wherever you're listening or watching today. It makes a huge difference. We're talking today to a BFF mom, Angie Phillips, who is going through a transition of her own. I want you to listen for two takeaways today as Angie graciously shares from her own recent experience. Number one, Angie points out signs of an unhealthy relationship with your teen and their dating partner. They could also apply to your adult child and their spouse or even in your own relationship. Awareness is important and sometimes the issues become the elephant in the room and you know what I'm talking about. Learn what they are so you can address before it's too late. And finally, gun safety. I needed to hear this myself, friend, and go over again with my own children. Accidental shootings are an epidemic, and many losses could have been prevented simply by taking the time to educate. Angie is a mom to three kiddos and bonus mom to three additional loves. Their ages range from 12 to 20. Together with her husband, Eric, they embarked on a journey of blending a big, beautiful, and messy family together. Unfortunately, on November 27, 2022, Angie and her family's lives have changed forever when her oldest, Tally, was tragically shot and passed away peacefully on November 29th. Grabbing onto their faith and hope, they are focused on shining Hallie's light in the midst of the darkness. Let's go now and catch up with our new BFF, Angie. Hi, friend. I am here with my friend, a BFF, Angie Phillips, and we are having crazy hair and coffee today. So cheers, Angie. Here's to wild hair. I know. Just bring it. (laughs) Bring it on, bowl cut and all today. So, well, tell us a little bit about your family. Um, My husband and I have a podcast about blending families we're three years in and it's a mess it's challenging so we decided a year ago that we would create a podcast called blended blessed and always a mess because a lot of people don't openly talk about the challenges of raising kids but on top of that blending families so everybody comes together with all their experiences some good or bad and it's just like this melting pot of trying to bring it together and We've learned a lot through the challenges and wanted to be very open and transparent on sometimes it just sucks and it's hard. Just like, you know, a non-blended family, right? Like you have your, as you know, have challenges of yeah. raising kids. Um, so we, That's what I was thinking, Angie. I was thinking it's, it's always a mess, matter. no matter yeah. what. <laughs> There's just, a, yeah, it's always messy. <laughs> I wish there was like a step-by-step guide to dealing with whatever you face. Each kid's different. Um, And then, yeah, blending on top of it when people are coming together at all different stages of their life. It's, it's interesting. It's, it's uh, challenging and it can be absolutely. So that's a little background, um, but things changed big time for us two months ago. Um, so I'll get a little bit teary-eyed here, um, but two months ago, we lost my oldest daughter, and super tragic, super tragic event where um, her boyfriend was extremely gun negligent and was five feet away from her, and 
and the gun went off and uh it's so it's your it's a parent's worst nightmare the entire thing mm -hmm. is a worst nightmare um and then talk about complexities on top of that they were together for four years and the entire time as a mom you know your kids right they're part of your soul you know them um there were relationship red flags the entire time for not only me as the mom, but our entire family, all of her friends, and you know, our our podcast quickly changed to our new season of life. And it's like, how in the world do you get through this? Hallie, our our oldest that we lost, had such an incredible light. And she was not afraid of sitting in the darkness. Like she was almost one of those that embraced it, was comfortable with it. Where me as a mom, I'm more of like, what's the positive in this situation, right? And and Hallie was the opposite. And so after losing her, it was like, okay, this is awful. It's mm -hmm. awful. But how do we shine light? into darkness like Hallie would have done and part of that is the relationship red flags in recognizing those and I am just more empowered than ever to scream that to the top of my lungs so people are aware and it's interesting because um, I did a TikTok new to TikTok but it was like how am I gonna how am I gonna reach this age group and mm -hmm. to me, it's TikTok, right? Like I can post on Facebook, but that is not the age that I want to target. And I just sat down and within a few minutes came up with like the 10 relationship red flags that I saw. And the crazy thing is you guys, as you know, as a mom, like you can recognize that, but gosh, sometimes they cannot see it or maybe they even mm -hmm. see it. And they don't know how to get out of it. Or they think, you know, well, I can change him or it's not that bad or I am I need to help that person. It, it's just, it's hard. So that was like the worst part of it all. Like the entire relationship, I had such an ache in my core. Like it just, I had so much anxiety about it. And, you know, the other thing I'll say is like, trust your mother's motherly instinct too, because. I didn't know what that ache was. And then the worst thing happened. And it's like, oh my gosh, my instincts were right. Like I knew, I knew something was not right, you know? And mm -hmm. then you, you have that balance too of, as a mom, we shared concerns with Hallie, but she was also 20. So at some point, like you can't, control your kids either you know they you have to balance right. between you don't lose that relationship with them you hear the warning it's like a siren going off in your mm -hmm. brain all the time but I mean did you feel like you were trying to talk yourself out of it when you would hear those warnings would you try to oh my gosh yeah. for sure because like you naturally want to see the good <laughs> you know, right. Right. Good. And then you think, well, okay, honestly, I will tell you this last summer, I was really, really struggling. 
really struggling with it. And, um, you know, I would say three or four years ago, I wasn't a super like faithful person. Like I believed in God, but I wouldn't say like, I trusted God or I put my entire faith in God. Right. Like I knew he was there, but Mm -hmm. this summer I just had so much anxiety and stress. Like it just weighed so heavy on me. And we have like a small group with our, with our church. And I'm sometimes not openly, like, just want to throw my struggles out there, you know? And for whatever reason, during this uh, small group meeting, I shared my concerns. It was weighing so heavy on me. And like, what do you do as a mom? You know, Mm -hmm. you just want to always protect your kids. And as they get older, you sometimes can't. And one of the um, moms had said, you could pray that they see what you see and they wake up or that you see what they see. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's a great way to look at that. And so I ended up just praying to God, like, take this anxiety and stress off of me. I'm putting it in your Mm -hmm. hands. And we, you know, sort of just kind of let it go a little bit in our minds that it's not in our, it's not in our control. Right. And, right. And maybe, maybe, you know, people can turn around, maybe people, you know, we're not seeing the things that she sees all of that. And I, I actually felt like I came to peace with it of like, okay, God, God's got this. Mm-hmm. You know, and then we lost her. And I mean, I, I know she's I'm so sorry, Angie, I know it's, you know, how sorry I am. I know it's, um, but if I can take what, what I saw those red flags and share Mm -hmm. that out to at least maybe it will help one other person. And it's, it's interesting too, because in the TikTok that I had shared this, I looked through the lens of my daughter, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's the lens I'm looking through. And so many people commented on it, like, hey, this applies to, to guys too. Like it can go both ways. I'm like, oh my God, yes. I mean, you're totally right. You know, I'm, I'm just looking through, this is what happened to mm-hmm. my daughter, but it's out there and it, it happens so often And these young girls and, and guys, but it's like, they put their worth in someone else's hands. And it's like, how mm-hmm. do we get these young teens to recognize what good looks like, right? But also Mm -hmm. what are those red flags? And then have that strength to pull themselves out of it. Yes. And I mean, this applies to adults. There are 30, 40, 50 year olds who need to hear your message. For sure. I mean, that, that was also additional comments on it as well. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. so like, you know, we're only two months in this horrific grief journey. So you're so focused in on your situation, but there was a lot of comments out there too. Like, Hey, I'm 50 and I'm still struggling with this or, or I've been married for 18 years and I'm still trying to get out of this relationship. Like it's so hard. I would tell you like the number one I don't even know if I should say number one, because they're all so important. But like, if, if you're with someone and they're pulling you away from your family and your closest friends, 
like that's like a number one red flag and we saw that we saw that with our daughter I mean it you could you could feel the pool away away from her friends away from her family because a lot of times when people are insecure themselves it's like they want to control the other person so they make sure that they always have that person and that's like a huge red flag instead of wanting to be part of who you are and your family Mm -hmm. in what in what ways angie did you see this he him pulling her away what tactics would he use I mean what was he negative about your family or what making her feel bad for for spending time with her family I mean I had my assumptions right Mm -hmm. and you feel it naturally feel it like not much time at her parents her mom or dad's house right so we were divorced so she had two different houses to go to you know making her feel bad for for spending time with her family or not coming to our family events. Mm-hmm. Um, that was another thing. It's like prioritizing yeah. her time, not being involved in just the conversation and feeling like that you're part of the family. Um, so, I, you know, I think there's a lot of that manipulation that happens to mm-hmm. then make you feel guilty. And so, you know, as a young adult, if you're going to be spending your life with this person, like you're going, you're going to naturally go towards that person. I feel like if you don't have confidence in your own worth and, and over time, people can pull that from you. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think people, so- especially a narcissist is attracted to someone that they feel like does not have the confidence. I think they're, they are attracted to that type person that they feel like mm-hmm. they can manipulate and control. And if that person's super caring and empathetic, yes. struggling, which was yes. Hallie, Hallie was like drawn to the person that sat in the back of the class that maybe didn't have a friend, right? Like she, right. because she could understand and empathize with them. Mm-hmm. So that that type of personality also can easily get pulled into that. And I think a lot of times it's so subtle, they don't even recognize it. Like, I just don't think that Hallie really even recognized what was happening. But over time, you could see her confidence, subtle remarks around mm-hmm. like what she would wear or... Um, even I would say kind of being emotionally not available for her, like not validating her feelings. Um, There's, there's just a lot of different things of like, you know, if we were on vacation and family vacation and she would post a picture, it'd be like, why don't post that, you know, you're having fun without me type of thing. And so just over time though, those subtle teardowns change how you think about yourself. What else did you notice? What were some other signs or things that we should all look for? Um, I would say like if your family, so if you're in this situation and your family voices concern and it's like a consistent message, this isn't just like a one-time thing, right? Mm -hmm. But if there's a consistent message from your family and your friends raising concern, listen to them listen to them because I get it like you know if you're if you're dating someone and maybe you know there's like a family member that doesn't care for their personality or something that's different than 
your entire family voicing concern of like, mm, that doesn't seem right. Or, you know, they're not prioritizing your needs above their own. Like if you always have to go to that person and they're not showing up for you when you need them, that like, that's a big red flag. It's not just a like, oh, I don't really care for his personality. It is like a long-term family and friends are not embracing that person. And it's a consistent mm -hmm. message. It's a huge red flag, huge red mm -hmm. flag. And if you're pulled away from your friends, like she, she had a lot, she had a lot of friends, but like, if she would get super best friends with someone, then you could just see the pull away from that friend. Mm -hmm. And so she, while she had friends, you could see this process happening. It's like, if she got too close and there was maybe a fear that she would see what's out there, right. And see what other options are, have someone really show up for her that she'd lean mm -hmm. more one way, then that pull away would happen. They don't want the influence, anyone else's no. influence. No. Over they want them you. To, yeah. They yeah. want them to feel, they want you to feel like you only need them. Uh-huh. And that, the other thing that we saw happen too is where like for her, for Hallie, her horses were her soul. I mean, yeah. I've never seen another girl this crazy about horses when she did not grow up with horses. Like they scared the crap out of me. I'm not, I'm not a horse person. Like I would barely want to hold the reins because they are strong, mighty animals and yes. it was her dad. And so from a young age, like that's her life. That's her world just evolved around horses. And she was crazy intelligent with horses, just super passionate. And like, it, that was not a, a thing for him. It's not supportive of, of that. So it's like love in a relationship is when you can truly support someone that's not your thing doesn't have to be yeah. your thing right because you love them you care about them you want to show up for them you want to be strong for them and support them in any way that you can even if it's not your thing you don't even have to love it but if you love that person so that that was another area where it was like gosh dang that's her world come on, you know? Yeah. So they're not supportive. I would say, you know, another subtle sign is that if you don't share any of your struggles about your relationship with your friends or family. So mm -hmm. I think this is also another area that we all saw. I mean, you know, you've been in relationships yeah. for how long, right? Like, it is not unicorns and rainbows every day. <laughs> you're going to have challenges. You're going to have struggles and, you know, you work through them. Right. But, but you have to also have your own community and network that you can mm -hmm. vent to, talk to about challenges. Right. Oh, Hey, you know, God, I was really frustrated the other day. You know what my husband did or whatever, you know, like that's, right. part, that's therapeutic. Like that's part of life is to have your little huddle right of people that you can talk talk we to. need that we need that yes absolutely yeah. um mm. but never ever shared with anyone any struggle she would make little comments like 
you know, to another friend, like, well, at least your, you know, boyfriend wants to take pictures with you or little like Mm -hmm. subtle comments, but never would share like, oh my gosh, you know, we got in this big disagreement because of blah, blah, blah. Right. Now I have her phone. So I see, you know, I can go Uh back and see all of the messaging. Right. And it just solidified what I thought. Right. But like, to me, that's a huge red flag. If you can't openly share with, it doesn't have to be your parent, right? If you're not open with your friends of just around life challenges in a relationship, I think that's a huge red flag. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're not even married, you know, no. this is not, yeah, you're, young, you're just right. dating. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that was just a huge red flag um, because I feel like, and this is my own personal perspective, but I feel like you're hiding then, right? Like then right. there's hide of something. Otherwise mm-hmm. you would be able to openly communicate something you're frustrated about or your feelings got hurt. Like, well, we will all get our feelings hurt at different times, right? But then you're not, if you're not willing to share your emotion with anyone around you, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a red flag. And she didn't share any of this with you then. You just sensed it as well, a mom. She knew you, she you would, I knew she would know she wouldn't share it with me because mm-hmm. she knew from early on what, how I felt about it. Like I just, early on, I never felt like it would be a good fit. Um, mm-hmm. Just the difference in personalities where Hallie was as a strong, independent young girl that was super passionate and then matched up with someone that's not really have big life goals, kind of um, off to the side a little bit, not super outgoing. I just, you know, initially that was my first mm-hmm. gun. Like, okay, obviously as a mom too, you're like, you know, I want the best for my kiddos. Right. And you can't pick that for them either. So, you know, early on I had shared, you know, okay, Hallie, like here's, here's some things you need to kind of watch out for. Like you, you need to make sure you're going to go to college and do these things and never sacrifice your dreams for someone else. Like that was my initial talk track. Like I'm all about girl power, right? Independent. And mm-hmm. you can you can do whatever you set your mind to. Like she was wired that way. So, you know, over time we had our our bumps too, because, you know, if I shared my, it's a huge issue out there, right? Like how do we get mentally healthy environments for relationships to grow and flourish too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right now that, you know, when, when we were young, there was a lot of generational wisdom that was passed down to us. And we're not seeing that like we did before. And part of it is, I feel like the influence of social media, which you hate to keep blaming it on social media, this video will go on social media. But okay. with that we'll use it for good. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, use it for good. Yeah. But the kids are not, they're, they're blocking, they want to block it out. Yeah. Well, and I think the other challenge, here's something I saw too, across the board, not even related to this specific topic is that, you know, 
comparison is the death of joy. Mm-hmm. And so I see it in my in younger kids, right? They see what's posted on social media and it's all this perfect, you know, type of look or, or, oh, this person had X amount of likes. I don't have very many likes. Like it is a constant comparison. And I think that also leaves our kids empty, right? And not knowing their own worth. They put it their own worth in, in the hands of either social media or other people. Um, I remember this conversation I had with Hallie um, a couple months ago. It was probably a month before um, she passed. And I had made a comment to her. I'm like, you are so brave. And she's like, what are you talking about, mom? You know, and I'm like, Hallie, at 20, you have bought and sold horses. You pull horses, you know, you can pull a trailer. Like you're, you know what you want to do in life. You have face challenges head on. You've had horse injuries from falling off of horses. You get back on, like I went on this whole long spiel and she's like, yeah, but mom, you know, you, you've done X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, Hallie, I'm 45. (laughs) You're 20. When I was 20, I did not do half the stuff that you have done. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I switched colleges twice but here's the other thing, like I, why I say comparison is the death of joy. Either it, it, it could be social media, but I think even as parents, we forget who our kids are comparing themselves to because mm-hmm. it was a aha moment for me. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's looking at me at 45 and comparing herself to me. My um, thoughts around the relationship that that bar should be a little bit uh-huh. higher you know, she's not, she's not going to go to mom and say, oh, mom, I'm frustrated about that. But I would have expected her to go to her friends. And she did. Yeah. And for, and first of all, I can totally relate to them not wanting to come to mom. Yeah, no. I have two daughters of my own and yeah, I can totally relate because they don't always want to hear what you have to say. No, no. And a lot of times I would say they know. Right. Like uh-huh. you yeah. raise them. She, your kids know your expectations, right? Yes. And, and, and they know in their core, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's true and what's not true. Right. And, right. and I think that's also why a lot of times when people are in these red flag relationships, they shut down to the people that love them because they know, mm-hmm. they know that the path they're going down is probably not the right one because kids love their parents. They love their family. They were always well, you know? And so if you start to see that shut down a little bit and not sharing, like that's a concern. And I, listen, I, I do not have the, I don't have the answers either. You know, I just want to be able to share like <clears throat> things that, you know, to watch out for, but ultimately sometimes you know I there's people like my daughter's been gone for 10 years like I I she's not spoken to us in 10 years like there's just this never it never occurred to me that she was even comparing herself to me but she doesn't Uh know me at 20 obviously but it's right she wasn't even recognized me at 20 and that's the other thing I would say is also a red flag is like 
if you are a growth set mind or growth mindset person, like if you know you are going to grow and challenge yourself and you have all these dreams and goals in life and you know I'm going to learn from these challenges, like this is going to make me stronger and you're matched up with someone that's a fixed Mm -hmm. mindset where it's like, well, this is who I am. This is all I'm capable of. Never going to work. It's never Mm going to work. Because at some point in your life, because you will become five or six different people in your journey, I am, will never be the same person I was two months ago after this. Right. Make me stronger or I'm going to go down another path. Like you should have that mindset that you will evolve in this life one way or another, right? It's either you're going to stay in the same spot, or you're going to grow. So that's another red flag. Like if you are in a relationship and you've got these audacious dreams and goals and you you know you've got to work for that and you have a plan versus this is my box and I'm staying in it, that's a red flag for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did her friends back to her friends? What did, what did they say? Did she not share with them either? She completely shut them out. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they saw it. They all had concerns. They saw it. They would bring it up um, carefully. Right. Because mm-hmm. again, if right. someone knows that they're not in a good relationship, they're extremely defensive extremely mm-hmm. defensive right and so they saw it would bring it up or would say like if my boyfriend ever said that to me that would be the end of it right and mm-hmm. then that's the feedback that they would get and then Hallie you know she would be defensive and then eventually you know get over it move back right but like she wouldn't would not be the one that started the conversation to say this is what I'm frustrated about Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it all makes sense. Everything that you've said now behind sense. the scenes, everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, what? How can you know? How can we help her?" And it's like, I, I don't have an answer to that. It's like that person has to be able to recognize it and have the strength to pull themselves out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that you're bring, bringing awareness to this, and I think it's gonna cause some people to pause, especially, I think it will parents and teens. I think teens will say, Hey, this is, this is what I'm experiencing, hopefully, and make a different plan. Right. Well, and the thing I, I share too, is like, your worth is in God, like God created you. It's not what the world thinks of you. It's not what a individual thinks of you. It's not what's on social media. Like your worth is an internal thing that you have to believe, but you also have to believe that God created you just the way you are, just the way you are. And I think trying to instill that into kids and having that faith has to help, right? Like, that has to help them have a more solid foundation too, so that they can recognize like, no, I'm, I'm worthy. Like I'm worthy to be treated well and to be loved unconditionally and have someone want to fully support me and protect me, not be reckless around me. Right. So it's, 
I feel like it's it's all connected. And of course, hindsight's 2020. I mean, I could look back now and go, oh my gosh, right? Like you can see how paths unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you can make all the best decisions. You can give your children all the best tools, but you can't control your kids as adults. You just no. can't. No. And that's a that's a harsh reality to face. Oh, is it I ever? Mean, you think you're in control. Like, and I'm wired that way. Like on the Enneagram, I'm an achiever. Like I feel like I, I can make it happen. Like this is what we're going to do. And this I'm in control. And mm-hmm. that is the harshest reality to ever face is to recognize tragically that you literally are not in control. And these kiddos that we're gifted with are not really ours, right? And you right. guide them, you can steer them, but they are, it's free will and you hope you give them the right tools to make the decisions. But at the end of the day, nothing is actually in our control. Mm-hmm. You're exactly right. Well, you are, you are being so brave and Angie, I cannot thank you enough for sharing this message. And you you have more messages that are important that people need to hear. I love your gun safety. Yeah, the gun safety and awareness. Oh my gosh. Like, you know, there's five standard gun safety rules and had any one of them, one of them been followed. Hallie would still be here. Um, so there's a lot, like you don't even have to, if you want to purchase a gun, you don't even have to like sign anything to say, I I'm aware of these gun safety rules, background check. That's it. There's no test. There's nothing. So if you don't mind, because I have a lot of listeners who listen to this podcast with their kids. Yes. Do you mind listing the major gun safety rules before we head out. Oh, absolutely. I would, I would love to. I mean, first and foremost, um, never point a gun at anyone. Never. You never point a gun at anyone. And number two is you have to understand your target. What's in front of the target that you're aiming for and what's behind it. Another one is keep your figure, your finger off the trigger until you're ready to shoot. Like the only time your finger is ever on the trigger is when you're ready to destroy whatever target you're shooting. And the last one is treat every gun as if it's loaded. Like it doesn't matter if, if you're just messing around with it and you think it's empty, you respect the weapon for what it is and you always treat it as if it's loaded like it seems pretty common sense but i'm telling you it's the number one killer right now in kids and teens it's a huge issue people and i'm not i'm not about gun train of thought but you don't want to ban guns yeah gun control yeah because i'll tell you hallie was a hunter like she had a right to carry like i'm not i'm not a gun owner i'm not that they I'm not comfortable with them, but she was, and she was raised that way. But people do not understand the level of responsibility you have as a gun owner. Mm -hmm. You have a huge amount of responsibility 
And it's a it's a huge issue across the U.S. as we are all brutally aware of, is people are not taking gun safety tips seriously, right? On top of, I mean, accidents happen all the time, but in all this scenario, that's involuntary manslaughter. Like, literally, her death certificate says homicide because, and homicide I always equate to meaning something like highest level of negligence but it it means that she was killed by another person in a split second because simple gun safety rules were not followed I'm, so I'm it's so a huge deal it's awareness and and i would say if i was going to give direct feedback or advice to any parent out there out there it's critical you know who your kids are hanging out with and what their families are like, right? Like your kid could go mm -hmm. into another home and maybe you're assuming they follow the same common sense protocols, gun safety, or just even, even just relationships that they're in. It is so critical that you understand who they're around and what type of influence that they're having on them. And it's okay to be protective. It's okay to say, no, not okay. It's the boundaries, right? You you have to have them, and I I am okay with being. I know you go by Mama Bear on TikTok. Yeah. I am yeah. I am definitely a Mama Bear, and I am fine with it. I'm yep. okay with that. That's right. So okay, right. where can our listeners connect with you? Okay, so you can follow me on TikTok if you want. That's a new platform for me. Hallie Bears dot mom. So that's, that's on TikTok. And then you can go to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess on um, the website. But we also have the podcast, Blended Blessed, Always a Mess on Apple, Spotify. It's all, it's all out there. So Fantastic. And I am going to try to repost your TikTok on gun safety on my okay. website. That's awesome. so important. That's I've, I have, yes, my boys have seen it. I think every child, every adult should see this. Absolutely. So. Well, and I'm just getting started too, Heather. So watch out. I'm so out. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. It was great chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thanks again for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or have benefited in any way, please go to Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. Also, take a moment and be sure and subscribe because we have a lot of exciting events coming up and you are not going to want to miss out on anything. Come say hello on social media. Stop by Instagram. It's at LifeCoachBFF, Facebook at LifeCoachBFF, and also we have started a small private group full of lovely women like you. It's called We Are Your BFFs come join. We'd love to have you. Can't wait to see you again next time. This is your BFF Heather from Life Coach BFF Show.